members of the Chinese diaspora here who, who don't want the second phase of hearings, uh, who want an independent public inquiry. All of these civic leaders in the Chinese community and many more have expressed a lack of confidence in your first report and in this process. So how can you possibly proceed with the second part of your mandate in light of that lack of confidence from many parts of the Chinese community in Canada? That is the voice of Michael Chong asking a pretty obvious question. And that is, you know, those with the most to lose who are the everyday Chinese Canadians being uh, targeted and living in constant uh, fear of the Chinese regime or the United Front, which, of course, is entrenched here working for the motherland. Um, you know, th what does it mean for them? They're the ones who are being asked to participate moving forward in David Johnston's uh, sham of what he'll call hearings to get to the bottom of what he doesn't even know he's getting to the bottom of. But nonetheless, uh, a lot of them are not buying what David Johnson's selling. But yeah, he has invited future um, in the future that diaspora community members will speak out at these hearings, despite the fact that they've spoken out for years. They've warned the government for years. And they're saying, look, I'm not going to put another target on my back to take part in what uh, is, is a charade. What they want is an actual inquiry. What they want is to be taken seriously, and that's not so far what they're getting. Chuck Kwan is a co-chair of the Toronto Association for Democracy in China and joins us now. Good to have you, Chuck. Good morning, Alex. What do you make of what um, uh, David Johnston said yesterday? I mean, these hearings that he says uh, those in the diaspora community come, come out. I mean, what's the reaction been to this? I think he was defending the indefensible. Uh, I've always said uh, from day one, uh, when the report first came out, that uh, this is a whitewash. Mm. I, I might have been a little bit too harsh, but it's it now proven that I wasn't too harsh. I would, I mean, I just um, the logic and of his conclusion just just uh, is incredulous. I mean, I, I can't believe somebody of his stature of or his education and of course of his integrity could simply say well there's not nothing there to see despite the overwhelming evidences uh that uh, the ceases leaks are produced and that's been analyzed through and through by the media and despite the fact that we have been living with this kind of thing for the last 20 years we are the one on the ground we know what's going on. Uh, we speak the language. We, we read the cultural cues, and you know. And yet here he is saying that people like Han Dong, wow, you know, he wasn't. Uh, he, he was uh, th those those uh, kind of allegations against him were all false. You're talking about the liberal I mean, MP he, who's been cleared by Mr. Johnston, exactly. Yeah. And then categorically, of course, then he admits the fact that he never talked to Han Dong. I mean, if you're doing an investigation and you're not even talking to the subject of uh, uh, of the investigation, uh, what are we to make of your report? Well, you know, and the fact that the report doesn't include any of the um, intelligence and the CSIS information uh, of Mr. O'Toole. So it's clear that there's a lot of incomplete information. And Mr. Johnston himself admitted he didn't have time to get through all the documentation, which would take much longer than what he had for the report. And so do you get the sense, and to those in the community, um, feel that this government is at all serious about getting to the bottom of it, or do they just want to get it going? Do they just want this to go away? I think they're hoping that it would go away by the by the summer. 
uh, and this was probably their intention all along. Uh, and that's why I had called this a whitewash and kind of buying time and then hoping the thing would go away. And like you said, and like Mr. Chong said, uh, a public hearing would do nothing uh, to even, you know, probe deeper. We've been talking about this for years uh, and, you know, we were ignored. I was told uh, we, we had uh, something like 71 hearings with 304 witnesses over the last four years mm -hmm. on the China interference thing. And yet we're still here today debating right. whether uh, Mr. Johnson had gone far enough. Yeah, Michael Chong making a point of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours they have tried to spend on, on meetings and getting government documentation. They can't get it, and so they're not getting anywhere on trying to do a true and fulsome investigation into this. But now, eight months since the uh, first, you know, allegations came into to the mainstream, um, here we are still bickering and playing political games over um, an inquiry that mm -hmm. will only happen, I think, if... Um, if the prime minister finally relents and, and holds one or Mr. Singh forces his hand. But um, I, I would assume that that few would take up the offer to appear at any of these hearings, correct? Exactly, uh, especially those who have the most to lose. Uh, even in camera, uh, they would be fearful. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they can't trust the system to protect them. That's why for years we've been asking for uh, maybe a RCMP hotline to for people to report these threats to their lives uh, and to their livelihoods. Uh, and, you know, to this day, uh, people are still fearful, even if it's anonymous, uh, because they, they have years and eyes everywhere. And uh, Chinese government has that kind of uh, mm -hmm. surveillance technique. I was uh, at the... Uh, uh, Tiananmen Massacre Memorial uh, on June 4th, uh, on Sunday. And half the people were masked. Yeah. And, and it was, uh, and I will point they, out that the Prime Minister nor and, you know, Prime Minister did not mention that, that anniversary. I don't think it was missed by uh, everybody. But uh, he did right. not mention and it. And then, uh, you know, the people were not masked, not because they want to protect themselves, but because they want to go incognito, because they know how many cameras there are from the Chinese side. Uh, kind of pointing at them, and and China is a master at uh, facial recognition and surveillance, and and who knows who's taking pictures of whom. Uh, so you know the only safe way to get out, even even in open open, in a North York public square, is to mask yourself, to protect yourself. What is the concern then within the um, Chinese uh, Canadian community? The longer this goes on, and certainly to Canadians in general. You know, eight months is a long time to spend bickering when we could have had this inquiry and already been putting measures in place. But to China or the United States, they must just be, uh, they must be loving this. They, they are. Last time I said that uh, they were cracking champagnes in, in the embassies and consulates uh, across the country when the report came out. And uh, it is, uh, in a sense, very true. Uh, you know, thankfully, we had some high profile cases like people like Jenny Kwan and Michael mm -hmm. Chong, the two MPs um, who had been targeted, which we we knew a long time ago. I mean, for, for what they're doing, we, we, we were for sure that they were targets for, for the uh, United Front and the Chinese state security. So, uh, but those are high profile cases. I, I'm more worried about the whole hundreds and thousands of people who 
want to live anonymously and uh, but being targeted and have, have no way of speaking out. Those are the people I'm really concerned about. Uh, and 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 unfortunately, I think those conditions will live on even further. Um, I think there's a whole collective willful blindness uh, on the side of the government, as in, well, there's nothing to see here. Uh, we just have to make sure our process is correct. I mean, process is one thing. Uh, the fact that uh, Mr. Johnson didn't even question, yeah. you know, didn't even do any investigation about who knew what and what, when and so forth. And just blindly asking people, oh, did you receive the report? Oh, you didn't. Okay, so that's a breakdown in the process. I mean, he was more concerned about the process. I'm more concerned about the people and the democracy that we are trying to protect here. Trying, just not trying hard enough. Otherwise, we would have had an inquiry announced a long, long time ago. But we'll continue talking about it, and we won't let this one uh, pass us by. Very much appreciate your time on it. Thank you, Alex. That is uh, Chuck Kwan, co-chair of the Toronto Association for Democracy in China. So there you go. They will not take part in this uh, puppet investigation. Who would?